Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is Melinda and I am joined today by Paul, Andrew and Rev. Hello guys. How are we doing? Mm, yeah, great. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Enjoying myself. No, I'm, all right. I'm okay. You? I'm joined by Misery over here, accompanied with Andrew and Rev. So, Andrew and Rev, how are we today? I, I think I'm about the same as Paul, to be honest. Ooh, okay. I'm great. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a fantastic mood. I love Everton. You, you're, in for a, you're in for a hell of a ride, listener. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, gosh. I'll well. be occupying the blithely ignorant section of the podcast for you guys. I'm just going to be Switzerland. I'm going to be neutral. Um, so as the host, that's kind of my responsibility. Um, so just to kind of kick things off, a weekly sort of roundup. Um, there are a lot of points that we're going to be getting to today. Um, I feel like, you know, the overall mood right now in terms of Everton is very mixed emotions at the moment. Um, but in terms of our last our match last night, guys, so I don't even know. Um, I watched it personally. Did any of you guys watch the match? Yeah, I did, yeah. I, I was in work. Yep. I, I listened to it on the radio. So, Rev, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you. Um, sort of what was your initial reaction from from the match yesterday? Kind of the same as the others, really. Um but just kind of too close up front, like no killer instinct at the top of the pitch. Mm. Um, McNeil, oh, um, it just <laughs> looks very make weight to me. Um, like the, I think, I think people are seeing him as like a direct replacement for Richarlison because he's wearing the seven shares. Um, he's definitely not that. Um, uh, Rondon, I've I've seen quite a lot, like a lot of people slating him, yeah, I get it. Like, but there's no service to him. Do you know what I mean? He's not the kind of striker who's going to go legging all over the pitch, making his own opportunities. We know that. Yeah. Um. So really, like, I, I don't know. Like the, I, I, I think it, it's kind of, we we take from one hand to give from them um, to the other with the formation. Like, yeah, we we don't really look like conceding, but we don't look like scoring either. Like, it's just kind of anti football at the moment. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's almost like they've been drilled so much into the, the idea of possession that it, it's almost like... The, do you remember there was ages ago there was a, a a video of one of Martinez's teams away? I can't remember who it was against. But it was just Everton stroking the ball around for about five minutes without actually doing anything with it. And it was like sped up. And it kind of felt like that again. It's just like, oh, good. Loads of possession. Nothing really doing. Like no end no. result kind of coming. Yeah, from yeah. Not, we're not doing anything with it, you know, so... Yeah, yeah no. it was boring. <laughs> yeah, that's I was seeing that a lot actually on Twitter. It's just like boring, bored. I'm bored. This is a boring match. And um, yeah. Andrew, I'll come to you. Did you watch the match yesterday? I did. Um, yeah. I definitely think toothless is the operative word there. Um, I don't know if it was boring because of our lack of willingness to attack. I think it was our lack of ability to do anything with it. Gray was trying to make stuff happen. Uh, Patterson was trying to make stuff happen. They were fouling the ever-loving shit out of us. Oh, I yeah. mean, it was absurd. They had 15 fouls, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, we had three. So good discipline for us. Um, I just think, you know, that lack of a cutting edge. Rondon can't jump. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Like at all. Uh, it's honestly kind of impressive. <laughs> I think... I saw someone describe him as like watching a buffalo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, he's got the movement of your average ant. 
it's just <sighs> he's hanging out with Treebeard. It's really bad. Yeah, like you, you know what that was. Uh, I mean, I watched it, and there was two times where you know what the ball should have gone in the net before halftime. It should have been three 0 like it should have been. And this is the Premier League, and I'm sorry, but he is not a Premier League footballer. Like it's just. It sucks because you know what? As Evertonians, we do welcome whoever we sign with open arms and encourage them. But like that was Ew, just no. Well, no. Oh. I mean, you know, what? <laughs> no, no. Whoever we sign, we try and get behind them and we back them until we literally can't anymore. Yeah, we do. We do. Come yeah, on now, we like we do. No, we do. You get you're right until it's time to throw the towel in. We'll back them. Well, that's, well, I El do. That's the way I do it anyway. El Ghazi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Who? <laughs> exactly. No, but what but what I'm trying to say is, you know, like we of course whoever we sign, we want to succeed. That's what I'm trying to say. We yeah, don't want yeah. them to be shit for the club. But that was an absolute joke. That was abysmal. And it, it, but to, to be fair, like, are, there's just there's so with the whole squad. Like I was saying this to Paul yesterday because you know he wasn't watching the match. And I was trying to keep him updated. But to me, it just seemed there was like no communication on the pitch between the players like you know that you know the match with man united and liverpool they united were just communicating there was like i, I can't even I, I explain it but it was like it was just it, it worked and for us yesterday it seemed so disconjointed i'm not sure that's actually a word but and that's what i'm seeing so much with everton I and mean, that's why we're all getting so frustrated with them is because there's just that lack of like will and want and communication between the players Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually I want to push back on that. This is one of the few times I've ever disagreed with you. I, I think we have like the makings. We're actually playing like decent football for once. Now we didn't score much, but just like in the forest game, we played well for stretches of the game, better than we have in a year or two. Um, I just think we can't put the ball in the bucket is the issue. I think, I think up well, until I, I the final the, third, I, I think yeah. we're doing better. See, there's a... what Melinda, Melinda's trying to say is that there doesn't seem to be any real plan. But that, I think the, to, to the fact that goal. we are playing like good football with better pass accuracy than we have in quite a long time would indicate that there is a plan. It's just we're lacking key personnel in a specific area. I don't think you can have a plan if you haven't got a, cent- a proper centre forwards. That's it's, what it's, I'm trying it's, to say. It's half a plan. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you, you can play as well as you want on the pitch, but. If you can't get that ball in the net, what do we have to show for ourselves on the table? Yep. Like, that's the problem. It's, 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 there's so much. And you can get that ball as far, far up the pitch as you want. You can say our passing is great, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But we can't get the ball in the back of the net. And to me, that's a huge communication fail. That's the whole, that, point, that, of, that's the whole point of football. Yeah. That's a case of you don't, the players, they don't trust Rondon up front or they don't, there is nobody to play it to. So, it can be as fan- I can understand what Andrew's saying. It can be as fancy as it wants, and it is. Listen, I don't think we're playing bad. Honestly, I, d- I really don't. But I just don't think we're ever going to score. It just doesn't feel like we're ever going to score enough goals, and that is a major problem. And the the opposition teams will know this as well. You, so, you know what? For me, for me the, the whole game yesterday seemed to be played in between the two 18-yard boxes. But in their half, it was mainly them just stroking the ball around at the back, and our half, it was kind of the same. Every now and again, we'd kind of poke into their half and, and make some sorties and we'd kind of have a little bit more pressure. But then you get into that final third and everything slows down again. Rev, they know his limitations. Down. They know Rondon's limitations, his own teammates. They can't put the ball in behind because he can't run. 
You can't you can't do it. So that ball is is, is out. You cannot do that. Yeah. And then you just said, and as you said before, he can't jump now. So he can't get down the wing to cross it into him because he can't jump. So he's absolutely redundant on the pitch. For my, in my opinion, and yeah, you know, we've been speaking what for a, a few minutes here, and we've already this is this is Evertonians in a nutshell. We just like we're lost at the moment about yeah. what the plan yeah. for this team is because we have no centre forward. Yeah. I think as well you can. I know we're gonna get onto it, but you can see it in Lampard's face. Like he's one of us now. Do you know what I mean? Like he looks broken. He looks shattered. And he <laughs> because and he he's haggard. Good. He's one of us now. Yeah. 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 Like he looks fed up. Like it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Everton has touched. You know, that's it. You're in. Um, and I know we've been dealt like a bit of a strange hand with the way the window is just so extended into the season this year. Um, but I know it's the same for everyone. But I think what we do need to try and remember as a fan base is that this isn't just an easy fix where you've got to come in. Like, at the end of the season, there was a lot of people saying, well, how many signings do we need? In my opinion, it was at least 11. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, like how, how you can't... Rome wasn't built in a day. And I understand that people are going, why are we getting midfielders? We need a centre-forward. It's like, yeah, as much as I appreciate and understand that, we had no midfield last season. Everybody yeah. knew that. It's like, we're so quick to forget stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so quick to forget. Transfers don't work like that. You don't pass up a midfielder because you need to strike it. If the midfielder becomes available, you'd have to go and get him. Yeah, 100%. And and the the big problem last season was we were getting battered left, right and centre and we would collapse like an old cake because we'd concede. We'd concede one. And then you knew it was a domino effect and you knew we were just going to fall apart. Yeah. It happens so often. And you need like the man's had to rebuild a sp- like a spine of a team, which he's doing a pretty good job at. Yeah. And yeah, the Calvert Lewin thing is massively unfortunate, and I know it happened last season. And I understand that people are saying we needed to replace with Charleston. It's like, yeah, we did. But with the with the side in the state it was at the end of the season, like li- literally, we we won ourselves as in the fan base. Deli Ali and Calvert Lewin won won the Palace game for us. I'd say, yeah, with a moment from Michael Keane. Do you know what I mean? Like that that was, but it was the fans really that that won that. Um, and just the raw emotion inside Goodison. Now, had that been the other way around, had we been away at Palace, there's no way we'd have come back. Not a chance. Not a chance. We'd now, I think we'd now be sat in the Championship if that if if the fixture was the other way around. Yeah, I think we just we just need to remember. That it wasn't built in the day. Listen, I'm not saying I'm happy. I'm not. You know what I mean. I'm really like I'm really not. But I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like we kind of, as a fan base, we thrive on a crisis, and we're we're kind of creating our own little crisis at the moment. And I know that the club has created it as well because it's been run so poorly. Like you look at the starting eleven over the last four games, and you think, have we spent half a bit more than half a billion on this? How has it come to this? Yeah. I wouldn't think it's not much of a crisis for me. It's just gross misconduct not to have a suitable centre forward to back up your, your own centre forward. You get what I mean, like Calvert Lewin. But I, I, I would argue that that would would be it. That's a crisis, isn't it? We've spent half more than half a billion to field those starting elevens, and you're going, how, how, where have, how have we got here? And you know how we've got here, but I just think it's starting to come to a head now, and we need to remember that Lampard is now. He is now truly and utterly Everton's manager because he, he looks shattered. He looks like he's not sleeping. 
I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sorry to kill the mood. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think you know we've we've all got our frustrations and we all have our own opinions. That's the whole point of this podcast. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like, yeah, I kind of agree with Rev on that one. Like, it's a bit of a crisis. Like, you can't get somebody in to do the job. That's to score goals. Like, we're relying on Gray. Gordon a flute goal from Mikalenko or whoever to, to you know what I mean like it, our, our squad yes Andrew I agree with you in the point where yeah there are aspects of it that are improving don't get me wrong but at the same time like it's still not enough the communication is still not enough it's not good enough on and off the pitch that's my opinion what, what do you mean by communication in this regard like on the pitch or off the pitch both but split them up so on the pitch, sometimes I see whoever it may be just kicking a ball and to who. Like, I'm still seeing these silly mistakes happen. And off, off the pitch, oh, my God, well, the board. Do, do I need to say more? <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, you know so what I mean? On like, the pitch, I think, like, so, for instance, Pickford doing the hoofball, um, where one time it worked out miraculously, and then more than often, I think he was, like, four for 10 or four for 11 for long balls one of which ended up being the goal against Forrest. Um, it did seem like he was going to that well a little too much. I'm not sure if that's necessarily communication or just like a stylistic choice of like he knows he's got that in his locker and we are not adept at playing out of the back yet. But it's, uh, but it's also hard because we are bringing in quite a – I mean, we need more signings, but we have brought in quite a few that are now in our starting lineup. And I think – we have to give it time. Like I'm trying to tell myself, yeah. Melinda, be patient and give it time. Yeah. But it's so frustrating when I'm seeing, I almost feel like sometimes it's people working in an office and they're all working in these little like cubicles, but they're all not communicating with one another. It's like, you know what I mean? Like knock the walls down and just like be a team. Like, and I'm seeing it sometimes, like don't get me wrong, but when I see it, I'm like, fuck, that's amazing. And then when I don't see it, I think I'm like, Oh, it's so frustrating that I know what you can do and then you're not doing it now. Do you know what I mean? No, my yeah. frustration is just that we would all, you know, we all, I think 99.9% of us all want Frank Lampard to do well. But of course yeah, we only, do, you, yeah. He can only do well if he's backed and he's not being backed. People no. say, well, he is, we're buying Onana and stuff like that. I, I keep bore, I'm boring everyone to death. This no centre forward is, is it's catastrophic. It really is. I don't think the club realise how bad it is or if they don't, they're, they're stupid anyway but if we don't get a strike in we, we will not win again on Saturday, we just won't we will not, we haven't got the players to do it, Solomon Rondon, sorry to go back to him, is not good enough to play for Everton he's not, Yeah. and we haven't got anyone else we, do, we literally don't, like it's, like, I, I know Grev said it, like it, it is kind of a crisis like in my opinion, like I have to yeah, agree with that because what else literally what else are we supposed to do you know kind of moving to our next point here gordon like what what are your guys's thoughts on all of these well quite strong rumors now that you know he he will move and i think the rumored amount is about 60 million if i'm not wrong um i was watching a, a sky sports interview and you know there was quite a few opinions that were going on there on one side of it 60 mil plus possibly a couple of players to bring to Everton is kind of what they're thinking Frank Lampard's play, you know, here is. Um, but do we, do we let him go? Um, so I don't know who wants to tackle this one first. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, sorry, go on. No, go on, mate. You know yeah, what? Go, I, go for it, Rev. I, I honestly think that um, this is just another symptom of the 
of the kind of crisis that we're in. It's like, it's literally the, we thought Rafa last season was the chickens coming home to roost, didn't we? I yeah. think really you're kind of seeing it now with the fact that um, we, we, we've, we've brought through this asset and like in, in an ideal situation, I think as a club, we'd like to be able to go and a fan base because I know everyone's going, Riff, you're, oh, rip your arm off for it. I think that's, that's kind of, um, that's emotion ruling really what people genuinely want because it's it's easier to just be like, oh, get rid of him. I, I didn't want him there anyway, whatever. I think really what we'd like to be able to do is go, no, absolutely not. He's our player. You know, go fish. See you later. Um, I, I Do do I want Anthony Gordon to go, no, I want him to be an Everton player because he's an Evertonian and he, he's come through the ranks and we can, you know, boast a homegrown talent. Um, when in three years' time, he could be the best player in that position or one of the best players in that position in the league. Chelsea aren't going to buy him for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, they clearly... Like, my initial response when I first saw the rumour was, well, that's the reason we should keep him. If they yeah. think he's going to be that good, we should be like, no, he's ours. Go away. Um, They're buying him and, for what he could be in three years. Yeah, and, and we should be protecting that. But we can't afford to because the board has sold us down the river. Do you know, li- quite literally spent... I know I've said it before, but like over half a billion for us to, to, to be able to not afford to keep our academy products. And I'm not saying I support or don't support it, because like I say, I, I don't know enough about it. But you, as, a, as a fan base, we can't see selling Andy Gordon as a positive thing. Surely, if you look at it properly, you can't go, we've spent God knows how long nature in this lad, to then go, well, now he's going to be something special. We've got to sell him because we haven't got, we can't afford not to. That's ridiculous. Like it's 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 pathetic. It's like and and the board's supposed to be revered around the country. Are you mad? Like I, I can't. May I, I can't retort? Believe we are where we are. I can't believe that this club has got to where it is. Like you look at the stuff like Howard's way and all that, and now we're here. Yeah. How is it the same football club? I Someone would down. like to come back with a pithy rejoinder, except it won't be pithy because I'm long-winded. Um. <laughs> This is a fool and his money are soon parted. Um, We are being offered an absurd sum of money for somebody who was linked to Spurs months ago for 20, 25. And now he's possibly going for more than we sold Richarlison for, which in itself was a crime. That's just great opportunity. We have a perfectly capable Honda Civic right now, and we are being offered Mercedes money for it. Yes, he could have an amazingly high ceiling. I believe he does. I love the kid to death. But right now, not because we need it. Like, Frank loves the guy. Like, Frank wants to build a team around him in DCL. I fully believe that. And Onana. But when you are given an opportunity like this, Bowley is known, according to Dave, for overpaying for talent. This is kind of his MO. And we should take advantage of it while the time is right. Who knows? This could eventually end up being like a Pogba situation where they don't play him because Tuchel doesn't really have that kind of offensive savvy and he doesn't know how to use him best. He's got Christian Pulisic, who's a solid player just with injury problems. He can't see the pitch very much. I just could see him coming back later on for less than we spent. I don't know. I I think this is a great opportunity, regardless of how much I want Anthony to be in a blue shirt. I, I, I agree with everything you're saying there, but I think it's a sad, sad state of affairs that we're more interested in the money we can get for a player rather than bring one of our own through and watch him do well for us. And that's not your fault, by the way. That's just the way this football club's gone, and I agree with Rev there. 
Can he do well without a striker for him to assist? No, but it shouldn't be like that, though, should it? That's what we're saying. It shouldn't have, it shouldn't have got to this point that we have to and, sell and our brightest I, I agree with what you're saying there, Andrew, totally. Like in, in the fact that, yeah, we'd be, we'd be daft to turn that money down in the yeah, state that we're in, but we shouldn't be in the state that we're in. No, I, we think that, I think that's where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's like we're, we're now going, yeah, get rid of them, sell them because we, we need to. Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not even saying if we needed to. If we had great financials right now and we had a solid 11 no, already to start no. and somebody offered us 60 for Anthony Gordon, no. we would still be fools not to take it. I wouldn't take it. I personally wouldn't take it. I just think it's good business. Like I, I want him to be Everton's one of I'm our best it. players. Yeah. I, and I appreciate that, but I'm not a businessman. I'm a football fan. I, I, I want to watch. Yeah. The, I want to watch these young kids come through the academy and kiss the badge on the shirt because I know they mean it. I want to watch them do that for my club. But I think we're at a point now where Anthony Gordon, if he's not sold, half the fan base are going to resent him anyway. We could have got sixty million for you. You're shite. So it's an impossible situation for the lad now. He has to go. Yeah. He I has f- to go. I feel like it's it's quite sad, and this kind of just dawned on me, like literally right now is. We've, we're all having to become these like financial experts. Yeah. Like we don't even just we can't just sit back, go to a match, have a pint, and like enjoy the game anymore, you know. And it's just it's so uh, yeah. That's it's football so, in twenty twenty two. It's so sad. Like you're right. I feel like he's damned if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't at this point. Yeah, I think he but, will go. By the way, just getting back on to uh, the topic, I think he will go. As I said before, I think it's. It's an impossible situation to get out of now. I think it makes too much sense business-wise. I totally agree with Andrew. And I just think if he doesn't go and we still struggle and people will just will just scream stuff at him all the way through the game. We could have got nearly 17 million for you and we're 17th in the table and all that. I just think it's just he's going to have to leave, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think it's like the, the comparables to Rooney. Like I know people are going, the, the next way in Rooney, that's ridiculous. But the actual business side of it, Rooney was apparently told he, he had to go, didn't he? Like, and then... Chelsea came in and he was like, "Well, actually, no. I'm going to choose where to go if I've got to if I've got to leave." I think the the situation is probably pretty similar with Gordon. Yeah. Um, I don't think he I don't think he wants to go. Do you know what I mean? From everything he said, but I don't know how his brain works. This is the thing as well, and it like we're we're say, like you've just said there, Melinda. Like you've got to become like a bit of a financial expert. We, we've also got to become financial experts without probably. 60-70% of the of the actual relevant information to make those kind of to form those opinions um, like I, I always think you know when people say oh every opinion is valid I don't subscribe to that because it's only valid if it's been formed via the relevant information <laughs> um, so I, I feel like I, we, we're sitting back and watching this and trying to make assumptions and come to conclusions when a lot of the information that you really need to, to genuinely form that conclusion isn't available to you so yeah, I just think it's it's sad. We watched a player last season, as you say, Scouser come through the academy, one of us, and we but now we're like, well, he's got to go now, so we can yeah. improve the team. I just think we should be able to improve the team and keep that talent. We shouldn't have gotten this Massively. position in the first place, in my opinion. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So Andrew, um, I'll just come to you quickly to to um speak on this topic before we move on to the next one. But in terms of Gordon, so. Paul brought up a good point there when he was basically saying, you know, if he does end up staying and we don't accept the money, obviously, from the transfer um, and, you know, we end up really sort of low in the table, 
what do, what do you think the fans will do? Do you think they'll resent him? Like, do you think it'll be a bit of a shit storm per se? Or like, what, what's your opinion on that? Oh, it'll be a huge weight around his neck. Uh, if yeah. he doesn't go, uh, it's a terrible situation that we've put him in right now. Um, I mean, I've seen rumors on both sides. Like he doesn't want to leave. He's put in a transfer request, etc. cetera. Um, he's took the Everton out of his bio. It seems for all the world, like it's done. Um, yeah. But I think I'm actually kind of, impressed with the board or Frank or Thelwell or whoever is in charge of this, that we're not accepting it just because it's 60. It wasn't enough up front was the uh, thing I just saw from Fabrizio Romano that they are offering 60, but too much of it was spread out. So they're trying to do to us what we do to everyone else. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we're not having it. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's hard because I mean, like, like every one of you have said, I, I love the kid, you know, like he was so important to us last season and I want him to be important to us this season. But at the end of the day, this has now been brewing. Like you even mentioned Andrew with Spurs, like this has been brewing for months and months and months. You know, we've been kind of thinking that he's probably going to go. And at this point I'm like, rip off the bandage, just go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like get it over with kind of thing. But um, I do think this is, you know, weighing very heavily on on Frank Lampard um, I think he's probably the main reason or one of the main reasons that's kind of holding on to to Gordon if I'm being honest with you you know he has come out and said we've given the number 10 shirt and like you know you know we're going to build this team around him and he's a very important player to us and all you know he's made lots and lots of comments you know in the media about Gordon so Paul um, in terms of Frank Lampard <laughs> how do you think he's doing <laughs> Oh, I think he's uh, he's doing fine. No, um, <laughs> he looks he looks he looks completely fed up. I think, yeah, um, it's just all his plans are up in the air at the yeah. moment. I think he's probably had to reassess everything and sit down and say, "I can't go any further." Oh, say it again. I'm boring everyone without a striker because it's just it's critical now because yeah. you, uh, you sound you just don't score goals, you don't win games. It's that simple. I said that before as well, but. I think he's probably had to sit down with Gordon as representatives and Everton and said, listen, we're going to have to make this deal happen. It's too good to turn down. So, but no, he looks fed up to me, Lampard. He must, he's been Everton now. We've just done him. It's just like, we were signing a disagana game about six weeks ago. He's still not in the door. Signing that lad from Ajax, he's still not in. It's just, yeah, it's I, th- I, I think we're all pretty uh, up to here with, with transfer rumors at this point like even today I couldn't even go on Twitter I was like I just I I physically can't <laughs> mentally spiritually emotionally and physically I just can't do it today <laughs> like yeah well I'm supposed to put I, I run the podcast account on Twitter and I'm supposed to put all the transfer rumors up and I, I, I just can't face it yeah I can't do it um if, there was if, a thing yesterday where we, we've been linked with I think 120 yes. players right that mm. that is five full Premier League squads Jesus. Do you, know what, do you know what I mean? Like well, that's more, you know, more than like what was the wide 20, net? Yeah, you know, like tw- what is it? Twenty, twenty-three man squad. You register every season. So that's yeah. five of them. Five full squads. One quarter of the league we've been linked with players-wise. I um, just feel like it's it's nuts. Like I just I feel like this is just absolutely insane. It's a circus. Andrew, it's draining, though, isn't it? And if it's if it's draining on us, it must be draining on Frank Lampard. I think you can see it's, it's draining yeah. on the fan base. Like I, I, I've heard quite a lot of Evertonians, just you know, mates. I know you guys like saying, oh, "I can't do Twitter at the moment, can't yeah, do it." Like we, we were sunk last season. Like we, there was a good 
portion of our fan base that had us relegated. And yet everyone was on Twitter talking about it. And like, I think it's just so, uh, it, it just feels very depleted at the moment. And I think the Anthony Gordon thing is part of that. Like we lost Richarlison, who was a star boy for us. Do you know what I mean? Then when we lost him to, to Spurs, I think everyone then kind of went, right, we're going to focus on Anthony Gordon now. He's now our kind of, our connection to the players. He's he's one of us, him. He's, a, he's the Gladys Street's representative on the pitch. And now he's going. I think that's the, I think that's one of the big problems. For me, it is anyway, is this like, well, who am I really now connected to on this pitch? Do you know what I mean? Like, who, who do I really think is going to properly, you know, cut me a bleed toffee? Who's that guy on the pitch? It will and be... It, yeah, yes. I think it's a Wolby now, isn't it? Yeah. Rev, I think the cat amongst the pigeons for Lampard was Calvert-Lewin getting injured. Mm. Massively. Uh, that was the, the last one. That that, that's where the house of cards just came completely falling down because yeah. we're like, oh shit, we haven't got Richarlison. Gordon could possibly leave and we haven't got Calvert-Lewin for a, a good two months or something. It's just, it's killed any fans he had going, going for the season. Yeah. For the season, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like, it's just, I, uh, now that you're, you know, saying it like that and, and putting it out, you know, out like that with the players that we've lost and just the connection that we had to those players, like, it's just, it's, it's hard. Like, but Andrew bringing up a Wovi, I mean, put a big smile on my face because he was yeah. absolutely fucking amazing yesterday. Was he not? Yeah, I guess. happy now. Again, let's turn, let's change the mood, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> but no, like, to be honest with you, he, to me, is now my new, like, my happy guy. You know, like, he's like my Everton guy, I have to say. Um, so, Andrew, you know what? I'll, I'll come to you first. I will be. Please. Um, is yours. You didn't, sorry, you didn't call him a unit? <laughs> he is an absolute <laughs> unit. <laughs> he is, though. Come on. Like, he's just... I like love him. I love him so much. I love everybody on the Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Go ahead. Oh uh, no worries. Um, he's he's amazing, uh, and he knows himself at this point in time. He is very versatile, but he doesn't like that shot that he laid off to Gray. Uh, he passed it instead of taking that shot, which he could have, and I think he would have had a decent chance of scoring it. But he saw his option and played it perfectly uh, for yeah. Gray to slot that away. I'm just really, really impressed with his work rate. His ability, um, his communication, his his composure on the ball is something that we still kind of sorely lack. I think Arnon is still betting in, obviously, because he's yeah. just turned 21. But I think having someone like Awobi with that kind of skill ceiling there is only going to help. Uh, absolutely love the dude to death. Uh, I take back every bad thing I ever said about him for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> He forgives you. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Rev, how about you, buddy? What do you think yeah, about Wobi? Yeah, I, I think he's the um, one of the few shining lights in here at the moment. Um, and I think it, it, he, he should really be a lesson to quite quite a lot of Evertonians that you know writing players off. Um, like I, I, I'm going to throw it. Like I think a fully fit Tom Davis could be putting in quite good performances. I'm not saying a Wobi level, but that kind of guy who's going to sit in front of the, the defence and just kind of marshal what's going on. Like we saw that the, the last game he started. But yeah, um, a Wobi is now that guy that is, you know, Pickford, a Wobi, build the side around now. Um, and he's he's one of the few players bringing like genuine energy to the side as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm made up for him as well because 
everyone had written him off, hadn't he? Everyone. That's a fantastic point, actually, bringing up that energy. And, like, you know what? I, I kind of want to take back what I said earlier about, like, the poor communication. Like, yes, between, like, certain, you know, certain situations, like, yes. But you're, you're so right, Andrew, when you said, like, that, that thought process that he had. You're right. He could have taken the shot, but he didn't. And he passed it right to Gray. And like, that was a, that was brilliant. And I just, I really want, you know, fuck, just learn from a Wobi, Everton, like learn from a Wobi, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And I, yeah, his energy and just how much he's improved really is, I think such like, it's a really honorable thing. And I, I'm really happy that, you know, he has come through and, and come to this level. And I just really want Everton to, keep going up on that level um paul any comments you want to add about it will be yeah no he's, he's just leading by example now isn't he um yeah. i don't think any other tony would moan if he was to get thrown the armbands because he may not be the most vocal player on the pitch but his work rate and everything else he's doing on the pitch he leads by example so he's, he is captain material for me like now and i never thought i'd say that about alex will by the way but no, he's, he's in the form of his life at the moment. I think if you spoke to him, he probably says he's in the form of his life. He's uh, Mr. Consistency, man of the match in the last four games, in my opinion. like yeah, Nobody definitely. saw that coming, did they? No one no, saw that, that. Like, man of the match, one after the other. That's... I'm hoping he creates the record, you know? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, so, in, in terms of our, you know, how we're feeling, mood amongst the fans and you know, anxiety all around. Um, as much as there is negative, of course, you know, there is a little positive there with the Awobi chat, but is there anything else you guys want to comment on in terms of mood amongst the fans? Um, any concerns really that we haven't touched on that, you know, you guys are feeling and you want to talk about? You know, for me, I would say that we need to just have a little patience. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, just like last season was I, I don't think I genuinely don't think a lot of us have got over last season yet I don't think I have if I'm truly I honest have, I haven't um, and I, I think we're carrying some of that anxiety yeah mm. uh, and I think ju- it's just ju- we just need to have a little bit of patience like the you know the the results against Forest in the in the grander scheme of things where we are now wasn't terrible was it was it what I would like to see from an Everton team? No, we should be smoking those turkeys. But yeah. <laughs> we're not in a position to be doing that at the moment because the board and the club has let the fans down. And I think really, as well, like if Gordon goes, the, the board owes, owes the fans an apology. They owe, they owe the fans an apology. We're sorry we had to sell this guy because we have put this club in a financial position where we couldn't keep him. Yeah. So... I, I think we just, as a fan base, we need a little bit of patience, with especially with Lampard. Um, I know the media are desperate for us to get on his back. I'm seeing like the the um, constant kind of, will Lampard keep his job? Are you lot mad? Like, we, we, we haven't had anyone that we've had any real hope with. I mean, since Ancelotti, which feels like a long time ago. It was like um, moons ago, yeah. Yeah, Um and what's happened since then has just been not in short of outrageous in, in, in my book. But I just yeah. think we need a little bit of patience. Definitely. Just to let Lampard do his thing and Thelwell do his thing. Um, Paul, did you want to say something as well? No, it's just to um, have a bit of patience. But I do think, I know it sounds doom and gloom, but I do think that is the workings of a good team there. But and I, I'm so I'm bored and everyone are going to have to sit out the next few pods. 
like it. It's just like it's just glaringly obvious what you need, and it's. If we get that in, I think we'll be all right. I really do. I think there's a good team there. Solid defence. The goalkeeper's great. Yeah. Field's getting better. Young talent coming through. We just need someone to put the ball in the back of the net. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And Andrew? Uh, well, you mentioned McNeil there. He had a bit of a shocker. Uh, mm. He needs time. Uh, I do think there is a player there, uh, but not everyone is going to bet in so rapidly like you know Diaz did at Liverpool, that kind of thing. That's That's insane how quickly mm-hmm. that worked out well for them um, because that's just how it seems to go. But I think <laughs> McNeil is somebody one. proper to aim at uh, and assist and not be way out of position. He's not a center forward and looks mm-hmm. absolutely lost when asked to do that. Did you see that ricochet? Cause I'm not going to call that a shot. I don't know what the hell happened. What was when... that by the way? What was I that? don't <laughs> understand the physics of it. Are his ankles made of tungsten? What <laughs> happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, I seen the highlights when I got in from work this morning and I was like, was that a shot or was he just hit him? I, I don't understand. What yeah, I, I, like that old Western, like, like that. <laughs> that sound like went off in my head. Oh my God. But uh, no. I do think uh, just like Rev and Brownie said, like, yeah, be patient. Rome was definitely not built in a day and we are coming to terms with 500 million pounds wasted over the course of several years. Um, but I do think there are bones there. I think we're starting to figure out how to play passes to people wearing our same kit, which is great. You know what? I feel like this should be called the Everton Aren't We Therapy Podcast because I feel <laughs> so much better now. <laughs> like The beginning of this pod, I was like, we can suck. I'm like, there's no communication. Like, it's shit. And now I'm like, no, actually, guys, we weren't that bad. <laughs> you know, like, But yeah. like... It's 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 true. Like we have to give it time. We have to be patient. You know, it's a very shady situation right now. Like there's just so much that's uncertain, and it's 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 a really a really hard time. And Rev touched on there bringing up emotions of not being over what happened last season. Like that was a very dark time <laughs> for everybody. I've said it many times before on the podcast. Like that was it doesn't even feel like real, like for a football club, like Everton to ever be in a position like that. It was just horrible. You know, it was you know what honestly horrible. Me, what worries me most about the season is I look at this Premier League and I think it could be possibly the most competitive Premier League there's ever been. Yeah. And we're lagging behind because not even in the mix. we're not making the right signings. So yeah. there's not, there doesn't seem to be a really, I know you, you can look at West Ham, they've lost it. The first three game season, but they're not a bad side, are they? Let's be honest, they'll get themselves together. It doesn't seem to be a really standout shit team, apart yeah. from, and I'm going to say it, us. Yeah. I, I, I do hear that quite a bit, you know, saying, oh, you know, this team or so-and-so asserted their season. Oh, not great. But you know what? They'll come back. They'll pull it back. But you never hear anyone saying that about Everton. Oh. So this weekend, we uh, do have a match coming up. Um, I mean, we'll be playing Brentford. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it is away. Yeah. Right. Yes, it is. And our next few games, I think, are away. Um, so in terms of, you know, lineups, previews about it, guys, how are we feeling? Um, I will come to Andrew. I'll come to you first. Bad. All bad. <laughs> Stop. You we're were just gonna get me, you, trounced. <laughs> you were filling me with some optimism it. before. <laughs> I am. I am. It's I these are gonna be bad, but we're gonna be fine in the end. Okay. Um Brentford are that. flying, leads are flying, especially at home. Yeah. And um I don't think unless we get a striker in the next 
two days and some training sessions in, or they just bet in phenomenally well, which is unlikely, uh, we're getting turned over. But it'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have don't have the best feeling, but uh, Paul, how about you? I don't think there's anything to fear, but I don't. I think they'll probably be thinking the same about us. There's nothing to fear from us. We've he's got to come up with some sort of new plan, Frank Lampard. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not laying into him, by the way, but it's just it's just toothless. We say it all the time, and I'm actually bored and myself saying it all the time. It's I put Tamari Gray in front of me. I think he's the only one really that we've got in the team that can play there and just use his pace. That's what that's what I'd do. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Rev, um, in terms of the you know our match coming up this weekend at, at Brentford, um, in terms of you know how, how are you feeling about it? In terms of the lineups, what are your what are your thoughts? What do you think Lampard's going to go with? Well, I think he's going to play <laughs> three at the back. Um, uh, then no. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I did, honestly, listen, I'll really? let you into a secret. I think he's going to, and then oh, we're going to no. have that kind of. Uh, seven across the middle thing that we've seen to have for the last couple of games. Um, yeah. What do you do without a forward? Do you know what, what you do without a genuine striker? That's what's kettle in my head, honestly. I've just, I've been I, so angry all week. The rest of my life is all right, but just everything is too my head in, honestly. Oh, honestly, man, like, I, I, like, the last night when I was thinking, we've got nothing to aim for here. I thought, no. if, we had, if we had a defensive midfielder on the bench, or anyone on the bench that could kind of you know, I was thinking, why not put Warrington on? Pull Rondon off and put Onana up front. And my brain was genuinely saying, that's a plan that could work, that. Why not try that? <laughs> what's happened to me? <laughs> so, like, like, what's going on? Put Cody up front. Why not? Yeah. Put anyone Michael up front. Key. Put Michael Keane up front. Michael Keane. Michael Keane. Why not? Like, this he's is what happens when you put on football him. manager on acid, guys. <laughs> Honestly, Seriously. that's what that's, that's where, where I am. You know you're saying about Everton therapy before. Can I just ask, is everybody else sat on their couch in the fetal position rocking? Or is that just me? That's um, me as well, mate. Oh, thank I'm God a, for that. I'm, I'm in the garden and I was listening to the rain before and it was quite therapeutic, so. Uh, but you, you're still in the fetal <laughs> position though, yeah? I actually am on a step. I've got slip, I'm I've actually skipping. I've got slip not playing in, in one of you. <laughs> what and were you saying, mi- Andrew? I'm I'm skipping around the house right now. You can't hear it because I'm very very uh, light footed. But uh, you, you know what that is, <laughs> don't you? Destroyed, that? but it'll be all right. That's, oh my god! That's the next stage of insanity. That's where we'll be in a in a couple of hours. <laughs> so in terms of lineups, then um, oh god, I mean, do we do we really do we want to do this to ourselves? <laughs> 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 let's give it a go. Um, let's start with Paul. <laughs> Oh, go oh, for it, Paul. Here we go again. Make sure I've got 11 players rolled down. Yeah, um, don't have like 15 like last time. Come on, lad. Yeah, obviously Tom Davis looks like he might have done his groin. Yeah. Mm. I think Onana's got 90 minutes in his legs to so give him another go. So, hang on. Sorry, Paul. I want to pause you there because yesterday he was getting absolutely battered on that pitch. Like... I, I don't know, Andrew and Rev, if you agree with that, but it was like they were going for him constantly. Yeah. And yeah. he was limping quite a bit and he was going for his, I think it was his left ankle. So I am, I would not be surprised if it came out that he's injured. <laughs> Ever, not really, but seriously. Huh. But sorry, Everton, go on, Paul. It? No, just uh, yeah, Everton, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I just, 
Everton is in it. <laughs> Classic. I'll just go with the same team, but Anana for Davis. Yeah. And I would uh, drop Rondon. Mm. And, and I would put... Oh, I'd have to play McNeil and just put Damari Gray up front. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Andrew, what about you? Uh, start McNeil with Rondon. Um, and then hopefully Nick, a cheeky cross, maybe. We're getting wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> Rev, what about you? Uh, what, what do I think Lampard's going to do and what I'd do? Um, obviously, this is why I'm not Everton's manager, but I, I, I would bin the, the three at the back thing. Um, I know we don't look like conceding, but at least when we do concede, we kind of look like we're going to score. So I I personally would, would probably probably Cody and Sarkowski or maybe you'd, you'd put someone in there with a bit more pace. I don't know, but that would be my instinct. Um, Patterson, Michalenko. Um, I'd have three in the middle. I'd probably start Warrington. I know it sounds mental, but he, he was dropping back to the to the defence to pick the ball up and, and starting to turn us over. And I'd play uh, Onana next to him. I know there's probably people going, is he mad? They're two kind of untested young players. Yeah, I know, but that's what we've got. And Alan looks like he's going out the door. Yeah. Um, and then at the bottom of it, like a kind of diamond, I'd play a Wobi. I'd play Rondon just for the shape. Sorry, everyone. Um, and then Gordon and, and Gray. If Gordon's not here, beat McNeil and Gray. Mm. I just think we, th- those fullbacks are energetic enough to get up and down the pitch and back into position to be defenders can I, again. Um, can I just fight back over Rondon? Yeah, <laughs> feel free, man. Because listen, I didn't even sound convinced, and it they were words Mate, coming out of my own mouth. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> fucking diabolical. He cannot play for Everton ever again. He's diabolical. He might as well have ten men on the pitch. He's crap. I'm yeah, sorry, I... sir, you, you'd put twelve men on the pitch in your lineup. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, to, to Paul's credit, I think I might do that as well. I think I might put Gray up front. Yeah, I think I mean, Gordon. Will be and gone, I agree with so that. He can't I think so. be in the eleven. I'm sorry, like for the for the language you used there as well, but I've just I've lost the plot with seventeen me at the moment. I really have. I just can't believe not, he's like. If we're oh, going into games with Solomon Rondon up front, we are massively in trouble. Massively. I just can't believe he's our only option. Like, I just, I wake up every day and I go, is this real? <laughs> like, oh, I just can't. Tom Cannon, uh, anyone? Anyone for Tom Cannon? Fucking Cannon and Ball, anyone? mate. Anyone, would anyone give him a go on the bench no. or something? I think bench, I'd absolutely. give him a go, but I don't think they. they Lampard to be willing to give him a goal, no. No, I can't say I don't it. know. I'm assuming Gordon's going to play there as well, aren't we? Is he I, yeah. I don't think he's playing. If he didn't play against Tranmere, like, or Tranmere, what the hell? I just saw they scored. <laughs> uh, my brain's gone, sorry. Tranmere just scored on Newcastle, by the way. Um, oh, so that's get where that in. came from. Yes, in. Yeah. Um, I think Gordon's gone. Uh, he didn't play against Fleetwood. Uh, there, I don't think there's any chance they're going to play against Brentford, even if he the deal still isn't done yet. Mm. So going off of, you know, like who we have and what we're going to be basically going into this match, going into realistically speaking, what are you guys' predictions? Do you want to go first? No, no. I will go. So Rev, nil, nil. Uh, One all or nil, nil. I I don't, it's not going to be a high score. I don't think unless something miraculous happens. Yeah. Um, Paul. One nil Everton. Madman. Wrong with that. <laughs> Andrew, what about 11. you? 
Three one Brentford. Get him off the pod. Kick him off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like I, I can see it. Like. It, I, I can see us getting beat like I can I mean this is an Everton podcast so I obviously want to say we're gonna we're gonna win or at least get a point and draw but I'm thinking more like if I had to go with it if we don't have a striker guys I, well let's face it we haven't have we no we no. haven't like and no. I, they're, I, they're not gonna I, get anyone in no chance and Buemo and Tony are monsters yeah, so like I pray maybe Gray gets one, but I mean we have a solid defense. Pickford, I don't care, I will die on this hill. He's England's number one. Like behave everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, he is phenomenal. So I mean I would like to think it would be three, maybe two one, Brentford. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I think well, you can leave as well. Well, no, I'm just I'm <laughs> being real. I'm trying to be realistic. You know what I mean? Like I, I would like it. Listen- I can't call anyone up being a miserable bastard in that podcast. <laughs> oh. Get the yank okay. and the mank out of here. But it, it, yeah, but it would be nice if it was a draw. I would take a point against them because you're right, Andrew, they're absolute beasts. But, um, but yeah, thank you guys so so much for coming to this episode of the pod. It's actually been a it's been a good one. It has, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't sound surprised. We've had try not to sound surprised. It's, uh, it's <laughs> been a good one. They, they, they usually yeah, the morons somehow produced. <laughs> well, it got things out a little down in the dumps there for a little bit. Um, yeah, you that. know, me and Andrew had a bit of a debate, which was nice. Way to go, Andrew. High five. Um, but no, it was, it was, you know, we ca- we came full circle, guys, as we always do. Um, but yes, to Andrew, Paul, and Rev, thank you guys so much. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Have an army. Go on, guys, say it. <laughs> I think my favorite outro is still when Andrew was across the room. It's like, Ever or not, we <laughs> classic. All right, catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAWpodcast at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by 3 Transport Refrigeration Limited. They offer refrigerated transport breakdown coverage nationwide, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Check them out at www3 trl.co.uk or call 01925-550-333. Go ahead and check them out for all your refrigeration transport needs. Catch you in the next one, guys.